All right. Day 17. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Exodus, man. Yep. Still in the thick of Exodus. Uh, Exodus 13 today. And, um, you know, last time we talked about Passover, right? This big time event that is going to be central for Israel, bro. Like all throughout the generations, right. all throughout the time of Jesus, all that kind of stuff. And then... Um, but this section, the actual exodus, the actual coming out of Egypt, right. is probably one of the most important narratives in the Old Testament. Yeah. Circle Exodus 14 yeah. Why? in your Bibles. Why is it so important? Because this was how they understood salvation. This yeah. is how they understood what it meant to be saved, bro. Mm. And so they were the ones that, like, this was this is what framed their identity. Right. So, like, if somebody asked them, "Who you? Who are you? Who is an Israelite?" No, no, I'm the one. Like, we part of the folks <laughs> that God brought out of Egypt, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, it would be akin to me saying, "Like, who are you? I'm a cat who Jesus died for, right? right. And brought me out right. of sin, right? Right? Yeah, yeah." yeah. You know, and in Exodus 13, I mean, we see the importance mm -hmm. of the reminders, right? That mm -hmm. the history takes place. History is the past. And the past is forgotten unless you put up mile markers to remember it, right? And God doesn't want his people to forget. Like you said, this is going to be the central event when it comes to salvation. And God is on full display He's flexing. He's calling his people to continually remember. And the thing is here too, right? God wants his people not just to know the events, but to be able to explain the significance of those events, right? That's good. So that, yo, know, when your kids ask you, you can say, no, this, God did this, right? God wants um, there to be depth and texture to our explanation for what he did, right? It's not just God set us free. Not just God died for, uh, or yeah, Christ died for our sins, right? But yeah. why explain what it means? And so God's going to do that. And he's going to put these little reminders so that his people are marked, their identity is set, and it mm -hmm. can be expounded upon when they talk about who they are. Yeah, he said, yo, the firstborn male is mine and the firstborn of the flocks and the animals is mine. Why? Right. Because you were my firstborn son and I brought right. you out of Egypt. Yeah. Right. And it's like, not just we explain what we believe, but he's like, yo, pass it on to your kids, bro. Right. Yeah. Like this thing is supposed to be passed from generation to generation. Yeah. Right. So that his name could be praised in every generation. Right. right. And so we get to 14, bro. It's so much in this bad boy, dog. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's so hard, man. Right. Again, like the book is named after 14, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. It is about them coming out. It little Exodus literally means going out. Yeah. And the crossing of the Red Sea, again, is like this climax of the book in the Old Testament. And the dope thing is, you know, uh, they get uh, spicy with Moses, right? As they're trying to come out. <laughs> People get real. This is right. <laughs> There's a lot of arguments to help you know that the Yo. Bible is real. Bro, this is one of the why, ways that you know it's real, bro. Because how would they record this? If, fa yeah. yeah, fam. People get real. People get real funny, bro. This and not just like funny, shady, but funny like oh y'all a bunch of stand-up comedians in here right, right. yeah like yeah. egypt egypt is known for their burials and their graves 
Bro. And so they say, yo, Moses, what's the problem? Wasn't enough Damn. graves in Egypt for us to... And it's like, yo, mm-hmm. if this is not the most human thing that you see, the Bro. sarcasm and the spite in people's voices and comments when they're under stress. Like, you see all of that here. I love it too, bro, because like you said, Egypt was known for mummification, like mummies. (laughs) Right. Right? They had this preoccupation with death to the point where they were like, you know, experts in death religiously and scientifically at the time. Mm. So it's so much going on in the text. Moses is taking about Yahweh through Moses, God through Moses, is taking Israel from death to life, bro. Right. Yeah. Right? This place, this realm of death, Israel's coming out, and God is gonna do what? He's gonna part the Red Sea. Right. And separate the waters so that yeah. dry land could come in the same way he separated the waters in creation and right. dry land came. Mm. He's gonna do that here so they can come to new life on the other side. Right. And you see it is because of his grace. It's yep. because he loves them, right? Yeah. And the same waters, listen, the same one bro, this is what blew me. <laughs> this yep. This, the the same waters that are a means for salvation for them are a means for judgment, judgment for Egypt. Yeah. Mm. In the same way that Christ's death, bro, right, was judgment for him. This is so right. good. Yeah. But it's for a the means, means of salvation. salvation for us. Bro. And, and you just see God doing the same thing here. Yep. And you see the fact here. God is doing the heavy lifting. So when Moses yes. takes the complaint back to God, God says, yo, God's going to fight for you. You stand still and see the salvation of God. I know you're tight and in this enclosed space, right? Mm-hmm. Mountains yeah. to your left and right. Mm-hmm. Enemies are pursuing you. You seem yes. to be up against the dead end. But yes. know that the God that you serve is never backed into a corner. He can make a way out of no way. That's what God does. And Moses and the group, they stand still and they see the salvation, the spaciousness opened up mm-hmm. for them to walk through. And you see that fact, right? God is a warrior. God is going to fight for them. God delivered them from the hands of the most powerful nation at the time. And they didn't even have to lift a finger. And look, they didn't just come out by the skin of their teeth. They came out with bread. Their portfolios were, were, yeah, crazy. Right. And, and you see like, no, no, this is how God does it. Isaiah 43 is is going to say this the same thing like yo you brought us through the fire and the water and you brought us into abundance right you didn't just save us by the skin of our teeth you brought us into a better future than we could have imagined listen bro listen bro there's been so much like work done on like the literary structure of Exodus and right. how it parallels with the Christian life so you think about it man like they like the blood of a sacrificial lamb is sacrificed right. and then they go from death to life. Right. And it's the same thing in the Christian life. Like Jesus has to die first right. for us. And then that takes us from death to life. Right. And then you know what's get even tougher. So 15, let me say this, 15 is going to interpret 14. Yeah. Right. So remember God was like, yo, I'm a, um, I want y'all to come out. So what? Y'all can worship me. Right. right? So you, we see the response of being saved mm-hmm. is worship. 
right? The 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 goal of salvation, the goal, the reason why God takes us out of our sin is so that we can worship Him, bro. Yeah. So that we can praise Him. Mm. And 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 they and if you look at fifteen carefully, He's going to interpret it for you. So they're going right. to say this is salvation. You know, we see this is like a type of the flood again. Um, he should, and this is showing God's kingship, bro. Right. Like that He is King and He rules, and it's ultimately because He loves us. They say right. in verse thirteen, right? Right. His faithful love did this. Yeah. Sixteen comes though. Mm. <laughs> so fire, bro. You know how we always talk about, bro, like when you get first get saved, you have all this zeal. Zeal, yep. And then the Christian life get hard, bro. Yeah. This is the same thing that happened here, bro. They just, fam, they, <laughs> they just, just got, got delivered. Chapter 15, it's like, yo, sing, put on the music, we dancing, we here. And, and then 16 is like, yo, God did did you just bring us out here to die? You said that we were going to be saved, <laughs> but the destination that you promised is no indication of the journey. We're saved yeah, from them, but life is still hard and I'm yeah. still uncertain based on the surroundings. I'm in a desert. God, are you good when I don't see the things yes. around me that I'm used to? And God is saying, no, no, listen, listen, listen. Don't look around you to determine how good you are. Look above you to determine Amen. how good you are. Good, right? Bro. That God's like, yo, yo, if I'm still there, remember, I caused y'all to be fruitful in the midst of oppression. Mm. If we're in a desert, that ain't no thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so good, too, bro, because at the end of the day, I think the text is trying to show us is that after you get saved, life does still right. remain difficult. Mm. Be prepared for the Lord to meet you there in the midst of your difficulty. Right, right, right. right. He meets them for 40 years right. with bread from heaven, right? Yeah. And he's so good to do that. And then on top of that, too, like you see, um, one, the New Testament will say, like, this is Christians. Christians are in the wilderness, right? right. We are uh, already out of our bondage to sin, but we are not yet where we ultimately, uh, where God has promised for us to be. We are not right. yet in heaven with yeah. him. We're not on the new heavens and new earth. Right. They are not yet to the promised land. Right. So, right, we're in this tension that the Bible calls the already the, and the not yet. Yeah. Already free from sin, yeah. but not ultimately where we're supposed to be. Right. And they have these tensions. Right. Some of the cats are like, man, I want to go back. <laughs> right, right. And I want to say this, bro. So many people believe that just because I have tensions doesn't mean I'm saved. Right. Mm. And what I want to say is this, bro. If the tension is present, that is a great sign. <laughs> right, right, right. right? Yeah. Like, it isn't the absence of tensions that means, like, it's the presence of tensions, right. bro. Absolutely. When you, have the, when you have those tensions, like, man, like, I want to obey God and God, I want you, but it's hard. And right. There's things in my old life that I used to do. You know what I mean? Like those right. tensions being present probably is an indication that you're actually on the journey, bro. Right, right, right. And that's why it is important. And I think that's why God does what he does in terms yeah. of, right, this landmark salvation event so that people would be able to look back and be reminded, wait a minute, salvation was God's idea. It's not something I'm trying to convince him that was a good thing for him to do. It's not a thing that I'm trying to convince him that I am a worthy candidate. Salvation was his idea. He did it. He's called me to live in faith and obedience. And so the struggle is going to be a lifelong one of me understanding you know, that the hard work, the heavy lifting has been done. 
mm-hmm. amen let's pray yeah. bro yeah yeah father we ask that um we will remember that uh, you saved us and it was by your initiative. It was because of your love for us and you showing yourself as king. We also pray, God, that uh, we will remember you give us exactly what we need to make it home. And you did it for Israel and you'll do it for us. And so we thank you, Lord, and we believe your promises today. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.